this is Danny Trejo, a.k.a. Machete, and he don't text, and he don't listen to the skeleton crew either. You're listening to The Skeleton Crew, exclusively at HorrorBig.com and Horrorphilia Podcast Network. Guys, I, I'm I'm really nervous here. Uh, do you know who's who's gonna be here pretty soon? Who's that? Machete. He's oh. gonna he's gonna kill us all, isn't he? He is gonna kill us all. Hey, wait a minute. Speaking of that, did you hear who died? That we didn't mention last week, but I guess we can mention it now. Since we're talking about dying, you know, we might as well bring it up. What do you think? Nice segue, Mike. Yeah, of course, before we die, I guess we should talk about other people dying. Go ahead. Yeah, It is unfortunate. Um, well, two people died. One person died this week, and uh, one person died last week. Uh, Ron Palillo, who was better known as Alan Hawes from Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, and Horshack on Welcome Back, Cotter, um, succumbed to cancer at the young age of 63. Well, that sucks. Yeah. That's very sad. Yeah, want to want to drop a tribute line for him? Ready? Um. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, <laughs> um. If the if the institute ever found out about this, they'd throw us back in straitjackets, permanent. <laughs> I never should let you talk me into this, Tommy. Is that one or no? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. Or um um um. Tommy, please. My my heart can't take any more of this. <sighs> All right, well, yeah, he died, and someone else died. Yeah. Um, Tony Scott, the director of, I believe he's Ridley Scott's brother as well. He is the director of Top Gun um, and numerous other films. Um, apparently, it was, it, was, it was stated that he originally committed suicide, uh, but I found out that he committed suicide, or I guess he jumped off of the bridge uh, because he was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor off a bridge so yeah i believe he jumped off a bridge he either jumped off a bridge or he like hung himself off a bridge but i i think maybe he was just sitting on the edge and fell off the bridge oh has anybody know he committed suicide you think the wind could have blown him over uh, no they found they found a note oh well there you go yeah <laughs> i guess he didn't just fall over then yeah that's pretty much that that seals that he's the end of that it's it's it is unfortunate though i mean as everybody knows, the big interview tonight is Danny Trejo. Now, yes, that's the guy from Machete, as well as 230 other movies, the big tattoo on his chest. 231. 32. 32. Well, no, you said he was in 232, but then you named off Machete, so then he's in 231 more, not 230. Yes, he's that guy, Johnny23 from Con Air. I got a tattoo for every one of my bitches. Mm-hmm. That guy. He's Tortuga from Breaking Bad. So we're going to get right to that Danny Trejo interview, but before that, we just want to talk about, we promised that Dana Workman from Horrible Highway, I, I'm sorry, Horrible Haunted Highway, Haunted well, it's not highway. all horrible, just her segments, JL is hot, as you oh, said. Oh, JL. That whole I, I gotta, show is horrible, dude. That show is horrible. Here's the thing, she, she basically blew us off. We had an interview, we were all ready. I wasted a day off getting a couple because I wanted to make it a good interview. I got a couple questions ready, spent time I shouldn't have. And you watched like five episodes of the show. That too. And it was horrible. But here's the thing. We were supposed to watch the episodes of the show and she's on one half and JL and some other guys on another half. Um, And I ended up watching JL's halves every time even though I was under time constraint. Because those were the only good halves. Dana Workman and Jack Osborne are horrible together. They have no chemistry. The show is so fake. So. It's so contrived. Yeah, we all said that. And that was before, you know, we sound like you know sour grapes right now. But the truth is, we were, one of my questions were, are you aware that your show is rated like 3.6 on IMD? Wait, here, because I, I don't want people to think we're lying. Let me get the... Yeah, but no, let's really tell the truth. The only reason we wanted her on is because she's hot. Mike sent me the whole press sheet with her and said, would you be interested in interviewing her? I looked at her, I go, yes. (laughs) Yeah, right there. Yeah, then the next day I said, so what is she from? (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Here's one of my questions. Um, oh, wait. Do you, oh, here we go. There won't be a season two, will there? <laughs> there won't be a season two, will there? Yeah, so guys, Haunted Highway, do not watch Haunted Highway. I don't, no. I don't think it's even oh, going to be Haunted there Highway. next year. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. No, we were all a little relieved, actually, when, when this interview didn't go down, because we were like, all right, we were going to have to force this one anyway. So Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, so here's what happened. This weekend, this week, I've been going through a um, Fact or Fake marathon. Do you guys ever watch that show? Yeah, I've seen it. It's on Netflix. You could see season one and two. I am in love with JL DePardo, man. Oh, she's on that show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I do have contact for her, by the way. You do? I certainly do. Can I get her home phone number? I don't have her home phone number, but I have like uh I believe I have a manager yeah, I have a manager email. I'm manager. <laughs> but your girlfriend might not shit. like that too much, Alex. That's a problem. My girlfriend? Yes. Oh, I didn't tell you. Yeah. No, she she ran away with a cult. She did. I didn't tell you. Yeah. I is didn't it tell the you that. is it the thorn cult? Um, no, Scientology. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Uh, yep. It's not very good. So whatever I say to JL is perfectly fine. Ah, sweet. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, so you want guys, you guys, you guys. I was gonna say something that we're not actually gonna do. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, we made you wait long enough. This whole seven minutes is torture. We know. It was seven minutes, really. It seemed longer. No, I don't know. <laughs> so here it is, for all you Machete fans and fans of the other two hundred and thirty-two movies. Two hundred and thirty-one movies. God, is Mike's contract almost finished? No, you said 231, and then machete, so it's machete. So it's 232 minus machete, so that's 231. So machete and 231. You know, Dan, me and Mike, we used to party a lot back in the old days. We would have, you know, chicks, and me and Mike were double dating, had chicks in the car and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'd be in the back seat, you know, feeling the girl's tits, and Mike would be up front wondering how many miles to the fucking gallon we're getting. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Dude, in this economy, you have to worry about gas mileage. It is, it is, really. I mean, it's. He's like, why didn't Tarantino's script happen in Halloween Six? <laughs> you know, I ask myself that question every <laughs> single day. I know. I you really know. do. Oh boy! All right. Well, we're gonna leave you with a little bit before the interview. Just a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a lesson in masturbation. So. <laughs> All right. Here you go. <laughs> The Skeleton Crew encourages you to talk to your kids about masturbation, but not while they're doing it.
your father speaking. Now open this door right this minute. Okay, Dad. <laughs> you asked for it. An explanation is probably long overdue. Uh, an explanation? Jesus Christ, Dad, an explanation? Look at me. Look at you. It's not as bad as it looks. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Dad. Uh, you mean you knew about this? You knew about this and you didn't tell me? I was hoping I wouldn't have to. Sometimes it skips a generation. Uh, I was hoping it would pass you by. Well, Dad, it didn't pass me by. It landed on my face. What the hell am I going to do? Scott, we really need to talk about this. Forget it, Dad. I don't want to talk. Go away. Oh, yeah. Dropping fucking loads all over your fucking faces. Yeah. Eat that It is with great privilege that I introduce to you the ex-con turned icon. In the business since 1985, did 232 movies, most notably Machete. He is in a new movie that premieres this Saturday on the sci-fi channel Haunted High. He will be in Sons of Anarchy Season 5, which premieres September 11th, 2002 on FX. Check your local listings for showtimes. Mr. Danny Trejo, thank you for joining us. All right, Danny, even at 68, you're still a badass. When guys or girls see you, they think to themselves, you know, this is a real man. You know, this guy could kick my ass. You know, I mean, like, I'm a woman compared to you, basically. (laughs) I mean, you've been to San Quentin prison. I mean... You, you had a hard life growing up. It's not that hard if you're on top. That's like a bitch if you're on the bottom. If you're on the top of the food chain, it's not that bad. But if you're on the bottom of the food chain, then it's done. Yeah. Did you ever just, like, bitch slap somebody who just got out of line with you? <laughs> uh, a lot of people. <laughs> I still do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think people have such a problem when they see Sylvester Stallone or Schwarzenegger playing like extreme action movie badasses at 60, but at 68, no one seems to have a problem with you doing it. It's like still totally believable. Yeah, you're killing well, it. Well, you know what? First of all, I'm all I'm completely natural. You know, them guys are all you know, like full of, full of uh, uh, chemicals. Right. Basically, yeah. they're zombies. You know, they're... <laughs> 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 you know, chemicals are holding them up. Fuck, I, I take, I take Centra Silver. <laughs> Hell yeah! So you even even in the eighties and stuff, you never did steroids? No, no problem. Oh, look at them guys; they're all on dialysis and all this because they're you know all on on all that shit's fucked up their livers. And, you know, <laughs> and, and, and being being the next drug addict is like hepatitis C is right there, so. I don't got a liver, you know what I mean? So I yeah. can keep mine happy. Right. Oh, so you can't drink either, huh? I don't drink. I haven't drank in 44 years. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's crazy. You see, like, you're one of the most recognizable actors of our time, and, and that famous tattoo on your chest, like, how old were you when you got that tattoo? Yeah, it's uh, that's uh, that was a picture that me and a guy named Harry Super Jew Ross drew. 
Zach Clinton. Yeah, and then we just tattooed it. And Harry Super 2 Ross passed away, but he hated that tattoo because it was his first tattoo. And he became oh, a really? really good tattoo artist. You know what I mean? Wow. Shit. Yeah, okay, because on the internet, it always says that that's, that's a picture of your mom. That might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> only woman only woman that stuck with me through thick and thin yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> you got that right alright you know you, you've been in 232 movies your favorite one out of all those is Heat now this might sound like an obvious question to some people but nobody knows what goes on behind the scenes what role do you believe elevated you to where your career has been let's say in the last two years Absolutely. I got to tell you Robert Rodriguez when we did Desperado when we did Desperado, if you notice, my character didn't have a line in it. I didn't speak a word. Right. And uh, and I was pissed off at Robert. I said, give me a fucking line, man. Come on. Give me a <laughs> and uh, he said, Danny, you know what? If you just knew, you say more with your eyes than any actor could do with a with a page of dialogue. Right. I, I, wish you could, I wish you could see yourself, like when you get angry or when you're happy or when you're sad or when you want to kill somebody. Like, your eyes say it all, so just you know, just shut up and do what I tell you. I'm the director. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And, and that character of Namagas, that was the most memorable character in the movie. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you make of the fact that the most important role of your career was created due to the popular demand of a phony trailer in a planet terror film. Okay, you know what, it's, and it's funny, is that that's when people see it. But when we, Robert and I, discussed Machete, it was on Desperado. Because Antonio Banderas was the star of Desperado. But nobody really knew Antonio, and he was Spanish. And we were like a little town in Mexico, right? <laughs> and everybody kind of gravitated toward the guy that looked buffed up with tattoos. That looked Mexican, right? So right. Robert said, "Hey, they think you're the star of this movie." And I said, "You mean I'm not?" <laughs> and, uh, right? And and then he pulled me aside and he started talking about Machete then, this federale that there was of the people that people gravitated toward, just writing injustice, and it was like a cool. But that's when he he developed that character back then, and then in Spy Kids. We named Uncle Machete just as a as an homage or whatever to yeah. that character Machete. <laughs> and then when they were doing Grindhouse, they needed some fake trailers. And Robert says, "I got one." So he brought Machete back. We did the fake trailer. But then when we did the movie, he made the movie fit the trailer instead of you know you know sometimes yeah. you sometimes you see a trailer and then you see the movie you don't see anything that was in the trailer. He wanted to make sure. So he actually put, did the movie around that trailer, but the, but the idea was 17 years before. Yeah, every scene was in that trailer, wasn't it, in the movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Fifteen years ago, did you ever think you would read a cast list like Machete and think that you'd be the lead role? <laughs> you, know, you gotta remember, you have to remember, you're talking to a guy that wasn't supposed to make it alive out of the six. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So... Everything is like like a blessing to me. You know, I wake up in the morning. I'm scared to death. Somebody's gonna come by and wake me up and say, "Hey, Phil, come on, we're going to chow." What the fuck? You were yelling about Robert De Niro in your dreams or something? And I'm sure. Sure, <laughs> 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 wake up. Don't, don't wake me up. <laughs> yeah, you're living a dream, man. It's awesome. Fuck yeah. Yep. No, I. I I got kids running up to me going, hey, Mr. Machete. <laughs> wow. You know, now, Danny, I, I know you're going to have to agree with me on this point. One of the best aspects of the Machete trilogy being Latin-based films are the women in the films. <laughs> you got Jessica Alba, Michelle Rodriguez, Myra Lille, Sophia Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Lady Gaga is awesome. She is so sexy. And this, she's unbelievable. And Machete kills me. She's awesome. Yeah? Oh, God. We have one little girl. Beautiful. Uh, Amber Heard. Oh, uh, beautiful. It's funny. I have, a, I have a love scene with Amber Heard. Oh, good. Uh, I thought you had one with Lady Gaga. <laughs> Robert, Robert Rodriguez said, 
ever. Why are you laughing? And Robert Amber says, because Danny won't stop saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I've been doing the same thing. Oh. Wow. We had a, I, I can't remember this one girl, beautiful, um, Jessica. Was that Vanessa Hudgens? Je, who was her name? Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens, right. She's oh, beautiful. She's she kissed me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got socks older than her, but it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like the the Jessica Alba thing in the first machete. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I kissed Jessica Alba, and then my three friends were trying to kiss me. <laughs> for the residual effects. Yep. Mario, Mac, and Craig were trying to kiss me. Yep. Do you want to get to the, the Haunted High stuff real quick? or Whatever you got. Haunted High was awesome, Holmes. We shot it in New Orleans. Uh, it was starting, I don't know if you know who, who uh, MC Ganey is. He's awesome. Laura Penning, Laurel Pennington and uh, Jeffrey Scott Lando. And, but but uh, it's, uh, it's scary as hell. Nice. Yep, yeah, and that uh, premieres this Saturday, actually, at 9 o'clock on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for, to uh, see your character back as uh, Romeo Parada next season in uh, Sons of Anarchy. I'm a huge fan. I will be there. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, Danny. A Chetik killed. And there's also Badass. I have a film called Badass right now and another one called Recoil. Yep. All right, cool. We'll look for that. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Great talking to you. And I'd love to have you back on when you want to promote Machete or Machete Kills, you know? You got it, brother. All right, man. Great talking to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Meet you downstairs in the bar and couldn't get to the meat of the thing dan had a couple good questions i had a couple good questions we had a really good ending to it too and damn yeah well i i had to throw mine in dude i mean i fucking prepped for this interview for fucking days on end so i'm getting out of there without asking one question or dropping one line so it felt like an interview about nothing it was just like two guys talking it was fun though it was it was so much fun for 10 minutes it was you talk with anybody for fucking 10 minutes. You're not going to get that far. Yeah, you're not getting nowhere with that. person, you know? So I think we uh, we dealt with it pretty well. We, you know, given the time we had, we uh, I think we did all right. But, dude, given, like, even 10, maybe 15 more minutes. Oh, forget ugh. it. And, and he, here's the thing with that. We didn't know that she was monitoring the um, <laughs> interview. Yeah. And what I thought I was going to pull over was, I said, okay, don't worry. I'm going to get this guy cooking, and he's going to just hang with us. He's going to get lost in the conversation, and we're going to get 30 minutes out of him. It happened with Bill Mosley. We did it with Bill Mosley. We got 55 minutes out of him. Like, it, That's right. It was just – so I thought I was going to pull it off again, not knowing that there's someone listening to us. And yeah, that was wicked awkward. That was so awkward. When, when she cut in and said that – I mean, we could play a clip of that now. I just didn't want it in the interview. So, yeah. when this happened... All right, but hey. we're going to need to wrap up because I, we have a... Kissed, Danny has another interview after this. Okay. okay. I, kissed, I kissed Jessica Alba, and then my three friends were trying to kiss me. Like, Alex said it best. It's like somebody walking in on you masturbating. <laughs> That's what I felt like. We didn't know she yeah. We didn't know she was there, so it was like I was <laughs> I was masturbating, and, and then all of a sudden I turn around, yeah. and someone's looking at me. That's how awkward I felt. Um, it just took you the... stare at eye contact. Oh, my God. It just took the wind yeah. out of our sails. Yep. It was just really weird, and from there, the interview just kind of went like... It was like, you know, like a roller coaster, you're going up. It's like, you're going up, going up, going up, going yeah. up. And we didn't even get to the ride yet, you know? And then all of a sudden, it's, 
but not in a yeah, good way. You know what though, dude? It just bottoms out. Day, at the end of the day, that's fucking show business, you know. <laughs> and I, and I and I add in the fucking because you know I'm just I, it was a cool conversation for the ten minutes. I mean, shit like that happens, yeah. dude. You know. So. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to the machete review. Hopefully, that'll be a full review. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so as you know, Danny Trejo was in Machete 2010, starring him, Steven Seagal, Michelle Rodriguez, Jessica Alba. Lindsay Lohan and her boobs. Lindsay Lohan. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Robert De Niro. It, it's just an over-the-top self-aware movie. Right. Self-aware action movie. So that's the thing. This movie, as I said in the interview, was based off of a fake trailer in the a grindhouse movie, um, Planet Terror. This movie is a really uh, anti-Republican movie. Mm. You know, the whole yeah. immigration thing. Uh, but the one thing I want to talk about before we even talk about the the plot and all that kind of stuff, why did the uh, why did the dirty film scratches disappear once the credits? I was gonna say that. Yeah, well, that pissed me off to no end. We should have had this the film scratched all the way through. Yeah, they stayed mm. in the other movies, right? Yeah, I yep. think so, yeah. If yep. if anything, give us a choice, dude. Make a Blu-ray with scratches and no scratches. I mean, did that many people complain about that? I want to see it scratched. Yeah. So, uh, like Mike said, Lindsay Lohan played a coked-up whore. Uh, that was a lot of method acting. So it... Yeah, Jeff Fahey's <laughs> daughter in the film. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what would you think of Jeff Fahey, by the way, Alex? Killed it. Uh, he was the best. Killed. Huge departure from Psycho 3. <laughs> Dude, he was not because Psycho Three is my favorite movie, but Jeff Fahey was the best part of this movie besides Danny Trejo. Before I forget, what about Jeff Fahey? What if he would have said, like, um, with, um, oh yeah, 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 before, um, you know, when Danny Trejo was like standing over his bloody body, like later in the movie, what if like Jeff Fahey looked at him and said, "Watch the guitar." <laughs> <laughs> That would have been two times he did that, yes. Once in Psycho 3. Uh, so, dude, the babes in this movie. Oh, my God. Dude, that shot of Jessica Alba in the fucking shower. Oh, oh that was nice. Oh. She's in the sequel. What about the babe in the beginning? Yeah. The new chick in the bed. I, I named her name before. Oh. Myra Leal. <laughs> yeah, you Myra looked it up. Yeah. Oh, of course I looked it up. Get out of here. He's like, anything else that she's in, yeah. I need. <laughs> what else is she in? We're praising the movie, but let's get to the problems. Unless you guys think there, there are problems? Yes. Hey, look, at least... What at, problems did you see? At least, No, I didn't see any, but let's... Do we all agree? I mean, is it just me? The pacing of the movie was off. Like, the first two acts were, like, crazy, and the third act was just... It seemed like it just ran out of gas at that point. Yeah, but I I thought personally that that was just building up to something. The third act was a building block series. You don't normally do that. Of course, that battle scene picked it up, and there were a lot of like um, res. Uh, what's that called when you tie things up at the end? Uh, yeah, resolutions. I guess. Yeah, resolutions. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Uh, killing Robert De Niro the way they did, like he got exactly its karma, right? Yeah. Shooting him yeah. on a fence and saying "Welcome to America," which he did. Yeah, um, that was good. I like that. Um, him being exposed for everything. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it didn't run out of gas that much in the third act. It was. It was okay. You know, the thing is with this dude, you get into a certain state of mind watching Machete. That, like, I, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't really look at stuff like that. I'm just having a good time with it. But you're right. At some points, it was a little slow, but it, it's all forgiven because overall, the movie is what it is. It can pretty much get away with anything, and to a point, they don't go that far with it to where it's stupid, you know? Right. They, they keep it at an even kill. They'll have Cheech Marin and then, yeah. you know, just have, have all these great cameos and or whatever you want to call them, roles. But, you know, it is what it is. You're just going to have fun with it. Look at it for what it is. I think the positives with this movie completely, completely outweigh the negatives. Yeah. So. yeah, no, you're right. And you know what? Me observing that honestly was an afterthought. While I watched it, I was completely tied into the movie. 
Oh, and it's valid. It's definitely valid. I'm just saying, you know, me personally, when I watch it, it those things are easily forgiven. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. And do you know what I mean? And I have yeah. zero problem with it, and it doesn't right. bother me. Everyone like walked a really fine line of taking the serious and hamming it up, and they all walked it almost identically. It was really weird. Everybody was on in the same tone of this is a cheesy crazy over the top action movie and but it's it's real life you know in their world right you know right. they all walk that same line it was incredible even Lindsay lohan yeah you know remember in house of wax when paris hilton was in there and it was all these kind of like nods and winks at her porno and stuff yeah and like we're supposed to be aware that that's paris hilton right you're supposed to be aware, you're supposed to be on the inside of the joke that Lindsay Lohan is exactly in real life, basically who she was in the movie. Right. But she does it with validity. Yep. That's got to be tough, too, to, like, play yourself or, or how people perceive you, you know? You know what it is? Part of me thinks uh, maybe she wasn't acting. Well, right. Well, they like, just videotaped her. Yeah, I mean, well, no, especially like during the part where uh, um, Booth or whatever goes to the the, the flop house or wherever it was and found her like all coked out and stuff, and like maybe that wasn't acting. Maybe she really was just like out of it. They just filmed her like in the back lot off set and just used it for the movie. So you know what? Yeah, I maybe think. Robert Rodriguez was like, "All right, let's uh, let's just get her all loopy and uh, then we'll call action." No, because see that see that was the point I was just gonna make, dude. This is Robert Rodriguez. He's one of the fucking best directors out there, in my opinion, dude. Like he kills it every fucking time. Whether you like the movies or not, dude, they're always big, epic movies, going, you know, stretching the budget as far as possible. Like I know I'm a big fan of his work and shit, so he's okay. professional enough to to tell everybody what their role is on this movie and stuff like that. And I'm sure tone and all that shit is is all taken into consideration. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, everybody was hitting their marks perfectly with, with the grindhouse aspect of it. And I'm sure that was all planned and thought out. Like, he's a smart director, I'm yeah. sure. But they all did it well. That's not easy to do, man. People... Right. Oh, absolutely. Some, look at um William Defoe in Spider-Man Part 1, how over the top he was. And mm -hmm. nobody else was really acting like that. So it's it's easy to step out of line with stuff like that and not be on the same page. But everybody did it here. Good example, by the way. What's that? It's a good example, by the way. Thanks. And what about, do you guys think Danny Trejo is a leading man? Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt, dude. There's, there's no question. So you think he yeah. has the presence? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, look at him. Well, like, look at him and look at, like, um, I'll use John Travolta because I'm going to bring him up in a news story later. But, like, and I know I, I would think Danny Trejo is probably older than, than John Travolta. And I think that he, yeah. And I think that, like, John Travolta's days as an action star are over. And I think, like, Danny Trejo is somebody who can just keep it going for. You know, as long as time will allow him to do so. Yeah, but dude, hold on. Like, real quick, though. Danny Trejo, as of right now, dude, the roles that he's getting are fucking boss roles. They're not the Mexican anymore. After Machete, shit changed for him. Like we said in the interview, we asked him, and he said Machete changed the game for him. And that's what it was, dude. Like, all the roles he gets on TV, best fucking shows on TV, killing it in, in, in fucking number one roles. You know what I mean? Starring roles. So he's killing it, dude. Like, I think from here on out, it's only going to get bigger. And like you said, Alex, I, you know, I think he, I, I don't know, what do you think, actually? You think he's like the leading man type? <sighs> to me, he fell in and out of it with this one. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I, I know I might sound crazy, I'm not judging him or anything like that. I'm just saying that um, I almost felt like some of the other people in this movie had a little bit more presence or the way they were filmed or the role they played or something his his was perfect when he was killing people and fighting them but i'm not so sure about the in-between scenes like just the talking and stuff like that that wasn't very extravagant and big bigger than life for me 
It was just okay. it was just kind of regular for me. And then with the other people who were just talking, like Jeff Fahey, that was big to me. Um, right. And uh, a lot of the other and Jessica Alba, Michelle Rodriguez, they had a really really good exchange, but they were more on the level of Danny Trejo during the talking, but a little bit above him. Now, what about Trejo in Halloween? He played a great role in that. You felt for him. Yeah, but that was his perfect role, dude. He 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 kind of listen. The fact is, real life is real life. No matter if you love him or not, the fact is, he's not put in lead roles because that's not what he is. That's not why he's on Earth. You know, you can't do two hundred and thirty-two movies and not ever get the lead, and it's all a big mistake. You know, what I mean, it's just, but it's it's beyond our opinions at at this point. You know? You're absolutely right. I I think it's capable, but it has to be obviously the right situation right. and stuff. This was the mo- this was a, a closer situation than than most. This was probably the one to start with him with. Mm-hmm. I think he I think he could be a bigger. But the problem is he's 68 years old. He right. Does he have time to? <laughs> of course he does. Hey guys, remember when he was just randomly like, <laughs> "Hey, haunted high." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, I was like, "Well, Danny, we're not recording yet." He's like, "It was great." That's. A, I wonder if he's starring in that. We'll have to see. I'm sorry to interrupt, dude. I just I had to get that out. I want to watch. I'll be Hunt. watching on Saturday. Yeah, I'm gonna DVR that. Yeah, so am I. everybody DVR Haunted High. Yeah, <laughs> we'll watch it, and then we'll we should review that after. No, we will. Yeah, uh, a very short review. Danny Trejo will be the best part of the movie, hands down. I'm, I'm already telling you that right now. It's a sci-fi movie. He plays like the wise old janitor or something. But yeah, what do you mean hands down? I can't put my hand up and go. Oh, uh, excuse me, I can't do that. No, hands hands down. Danny Trejo is going to be the best part of Haunted High. Yeah. What is Lady Gaga going to do? I'd love. To, I can't wait to see that. She'll start. She'll start singing. That's the whole singing cartel part. She'll, hey, she'll still sing bad romance to Danny Trejo. Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see him make out with more people one-fourth of his age. <laughs> he goes, I got socks all to the nerve. That was the best line ever. <laughs> oh, shit. Watch yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Machete. How do you rate Machete, guys? Ten. Um, ten. Mike. Mike, come on. Ten. Isn't that great? I'm serious. Is it, dude? It's a ten. Between the story, between the action and the sound effects, it's a ten. I give it an eight. Dan, you're on drugs. I thought you liked Robert Rodriguez and Danny Trejo. I do, and I am. He's just not a but... fanboy, Mike. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I give the girls, including the two <laughs> nurses, a ten. Yep. But for for a, for a movie. I think it's also an eight. So, do you give the girl in the beginning, the the naked girl, uh, an eleven out of ten? That's that's like a twelve, dude. Uh-huh. really? Oh my god, Judius. She was phenomenal. And see, I have it on Blu-ray. She looks amazing. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. You get to see her nipples in high definition. Oh yes, sir. Does she have little dots around them? Oh, sir, they are the best you've ever seen. You know, those dots are Braille for lick here. <laughs> Don't I know? Because that's always where I would lick. Yeah. Dude, I'm all sketched out. I keep thinking somebody's fucking listening in on our calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I can guarantee you, Dan, no one's listening to the show. <laughs> that's good. Okay, so I saw Expendables 2. It is like, you know how good the Rambo 4 war scenes were? Yeah. It was called Rambo, I think. Yeah. I love that mm-hmm. fucking movie. Um, this was just as good, if not way better. Now, really? Yeah. Nice. The story was really good. Hmm. It really got you connected to the characters. Everything's done well. But the the only complaint I have, you you all know who my favorite actor is, right? Uh, no. Well, we know. I don't know if anybody listening knows, but we know. The Terminator. Yeah, Arnold is my, from, you could say nostalgia, whatever, I could care less. I grew up on Commando, Terminator, 
Total Recall. Like, that shit in the 90s was even great. All that. So he comes into this movie after not acting since, like, 2004, I think. And the lines they wrote for him were so cheesy and over the top. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he said a normal word. I think every, every word he said was, I'll be back. Yep. You're terminated. Come on. You're terminated. The, at one point, everyone's shooting, and all of a sudden, Chuck Norris comes in and starts shooting. He turns, looks at him, and he goes, who's next, Rambo? Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. No shit. Then he comes back. He goes, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that where Willis says, you have been back enough time? Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. So then he comes back again, you know, later on, and then he says, I'll be back again. And Willis goes, like Mike said, you've been back enough, man. Just <laughs> something, something, something. I don't know. But, yeah, that's that was his whole thing in the movie. Was it disappointing? Yeah, but the movie was so good that it wasn't. It didn't bother me. Right. Like, dude, Van Damme was really good in this movie, mm-hmm. and the and I don't I don't want to give anything away. Uh, let's just say the final battle, epic. Really. Not so much the choreography, but the way it tells the story okay. is epic. Did you like the first one too, Alex? I didn't see the first one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I, I rated a, a nine and a half out of ten just because of the stupid lines. Go ahead. <laughs> By the way, Arnold's barely in this movie. That what, new movie has got too? coming out, though, dude. That new movie looks fucking Oh, uh, The Last awesome. Stand? Oh. That's coming out in January? Yeah, that looks really, yep. really good. You guys think? Because I, I wasn't crazy about the trailer. I think, again, it's too much of this, like, how, how are you, Sheriff? Old. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's why I thought of it too, because you said all those cheesy lines yeah. uh, from that movie. Yeah, dude. No, you know what it reminds me of? The movie with The Rock walking tall. You ever yeah, see that yeah. movie. And he goes, "Have fun." Yeah, exactly. And Knoxville's in the, this movie too. That looks good. He looks good in this one. Oh yeah, Knoxville's in that one, right? Yeah, he's in the other one, and he's in this one too. It pretty much looks like the same movie, give or take a little. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, well, you know what? You know what I think. I just want to say one more thing about Schwarzenegger, if I could, just because yeah, yeah. he's he's just he kind, you know, he did the uh, governor thing for a few years, his two terms as governor, and it's like he was away, you know, out of the whole movie thing, and now it's like he's done being governor, he's back into the movies. I think he's jumping back in too fast, and I think he's just taking all of these movie roles. I think he needs to kind of turn on a filter and. You know, see what's actually being offered to him because if he keeps taking these same parts, it's going to be like he's going to like become a parody of himself. That's almost. what he's becoming. He's a, yeah. the same thing that happened to Hulk Hogan. Remember how he was basically? It, it's it's you know what it is. It's constantly referencing your work in your in the eighties and in the nineties. That's all it is. All Hulk Hogan did when he came back to the end WWF in two thousand. Two February, all he did was reference his career. Mm-hmm. It's the brother, everything's brother, right. and the, the ripping of the shirt and the po- the three poses, and it's like that's all it is. That's all he was—a parody of himself. And Arnold, all he does, I'll be back. Like I would be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I'm a, you know who, who I am. Now let me ask you a question, though. Right, but let me ask you a question. Is that pop culture's fault, or is that the actor's fault? Because, I mean, really, where else are you going to go? I mean, realistically, he's doing the same role that he's always done, but you have to fucking parody yourself at this point because it's the same fucking role that he's been doing for years then. Right, but you don't have to let people know that. You know what I mean? You don't have to become self-aware. He's become too self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, you don't, st- nobody else does that. You don't, you know, like, uh, like Dolph Lundgren wasn't like, and I didn't see part one, so maybe he did. Maybe I'm putting my foot in my mouth, but I don't recall him going, if he dies, he dies. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Did he do shit like that in the first one? And does, does uh, Sylvester Stallone say, yo, somebody, yeah. you know, 
or whatever he said in Rockies. You know, I don't even know. Yeah, but dude, dude, look at look at the last Rocky and Rambo. He's fucking doing it right, dude. He he's getting up there. That last Rocky, fucking awesome, dude. That last exactly. Rambo. Are you fucking kidding me? So you're right. You're absolutely right. It doesn't need to be done. Yeah, you're right. Now, did Stallone have a lot of cheesy lines at all, or no? No one. I, I honestly, I, I felt like when everybody else in the movie Expendables two had humoristic lines, I felt like that was just their personalities. When yeah. Arnold does it, it's like I'm reading right. a line right. that we all know is a joke, and he's trying too hard to do it. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Like, it's not natural. It's not natural at all. How many times does a real human being say, I'll be back or I'm back? Yeah, that's too much, dude. It's almost like that's how, because Stallone was a co-writer on the script, and right. it's almost like he probably wrote like that, and then he wrote like Willis saying that to be like, come on. You know, we, it's yeah. you know, a little bit much here, don't you think? It's meta. Screen 4 reverse. Yeah, it's too it's much meta, yeah. Right. And the thing is, we all know that Stallone and Arnold were the, the the, those were their two big rivalries in the 80s and 90s. It right. was Arnold versus Stallone, just like it was Van Damme versus Steven Seagal. And it was, uh, I don't know who it is now, really, honestly. But right. um, that's what it was. And I think that, in, I think Stallone's winning the battle at this point. I think he's saying, you had bigger movies, but I'm around longer and I'm more consistent. Right. You know, and, and if he wrote that Rocky too, man, he's a great writer, and uh, yeah, it, it's great because he wrote the Rambo too, I believe too, right? Or he had, yeah. he had his hand in both of them, and they both came out perfect. I mean, dude, <clears throat> I've watched, I've, uh, I've listened to, um, I've listened to and read a lot of interviews with Stallone, dude, and is, you know, as dumb as he looks, he's a smart guy. He says oh, he got definitely. to the roles of both of those guys, and you know, imagine where they would be, and that's why he came up with those scripts. So, I mean, right. props to him, but yeah, you're right with Schwarzenegger. I mean... Yeah, no he's way. falling. He's yeah. falling fast. I still think that movie looks good, though. Yeah, I think it, the reason it was done in that movie also more so is because they put all those guys together, right. and it's a self-aware thing in itself that all the big action heroes are in this movie. Yep. Right. Yep. But does it mean you have to talk like that during the whole thing no because no one else did and once you see that final battle i talked about and you see how epic that is you're gonna go damn how come arnold didn't have like an impact like that in this movie why didn't he have some badass shit going down why did stallone get the glory and arnold looks like a fucking goofball like i don't know how big you guys are arnold fans but i'm i'm disappointed about it Mm. i don't you might not care well no that's something that i think you know, maybe maybe deep down there's something between Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Did you guys think of that? And I mean, since Stallone wrote the script, maybe he wrote Arnold like that because maybe that's how he sees Arnold now. Because maybe he thinks because Arnold was governor for eight years or however long he was governor, maybe he feels some sort of a betrayal because he kind of left what he was good at to kind of like do something more, to kind of move above everybody else and now because that's over he has to like you know come back down a few pegs like back down to reality so to speak and even with the cheating scandal that brought him down too right oh definitely. i thought about that oh that bitch was ugly Alright guys, it's, t- it's time for yet another Horrid Headline segment. We need to get you a um, theme uh, music intro. I'm going to work on that for it's the next show. Have, like, can we steal something from Beavis and Butthead? I don't know. 
He's Michael J. He's Michael J. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I was just, I was just a uh, thought, you know, just a thought. Beavis and Butthead. That's a nice random thought. Okay, Beavis and Butthead. Yes, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, let's get to news. Let's go. Yes. How about John Travolta is set to star in the Toxic Avenger remake? I saw that, and I want to know who he's going to play. Yeah. You know, because look, he's not going to play Toxie. I thought about that. Uh, some people are saying that he might play the mayor. Uh, and I saw a picture of him recently. The picture that um, is used on Harbid that I believe uh, Benizda put with his article does not go. It's not a current picture. I've seen a current picture where the gentleman is fatter than life. Exactly. He's like 80 pounds he's, overweight. And he's, oh, yes. And he's bald. Which he would be perfect for that mayor uh, storyline. No, but I doesn't think. doesn't casting John Travolta in a Toxic Avenger movie kind of take away the point of it? Like that was yeah. such a fucking trauma underground flick. Well, it just shows that John Travolta. It just shows that John Travolta's career is in the dumper. <laughs> no, it and could never he, be that low. Well, no, you know what? No, you know what Wild this means. Hogs. John Travolta. No, Wild Hogs was actually good, dude. Oh come on, um, get off, get off. Right. It was good. It was good. What? What? No. What John Travolta needs and what he should pray for is, um, it's rumored. I mean, this is a this is a huge rumor that Quentin is working on a Pulp Fiction two. I think for 2015. Oh, get out of here. That's over with, man. Move on. What he needs is Quentin to make that movie. And he needs to have another resurgence because he's fallen under the radar again, big time. Do you ever notice when all these guys who made like awesome movies in like, well, it don't matter what year it is. It's just 15 years from today. They always got to go back because they have nothing else. They thrown everything at you. So they're going to go back, yeah. grab the kitchen sink that they threw and then throw it at you again. Wait a minute. There is a dude. Where did you hear this Pulp Fiction sequel news? That's what I want to know. That's been, I mean, Quentin was hinting at that before, but I don't know how true it is because he said that he wanted to get out of the whole um, film game or at least directing game by the time he turns fifty, dude. which I think is maybe two years away. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the um, that's the talk. Is that something? is going to happen or that he was working on something that no, is like dude, a sequel la last i heard it was it was uh tarantino on the hostel uh dvd commentary and he said there was like a uh prequel planned with um the dude from reservoir dogs uh michael madsen and vincent vega as brothers and right. there was a whole prequel planned and it was going to be a prequel to pulp fiction or whatever but it never happened or whatever and dude like you talk about going back to the well i totally agree alex you you, you killed it but tarantino is not that way dude his last flick in glorious bastards i mean come on oh, right and i like it's, that it's, that he it's yeah, unbelievable forward. i don't I think he'll it. do a pulp fiction too he doesn't need to he's tarantino is a fucking storyteller he's well, not no no i'm just saying not not it, for him but for but for the sake of John Travolta, not even Samuel L. Jackson, because because Samuel L. Jackson doesn't even need it. He's too big for that now. No, I, dude, I think he would seriously go back to it. If dude, Avengers. But look, if a script came out that was decent, actually that was amazing and kind of blew him away, I think he'd go back to it. I don't know. All right, let's move on. That was like five minutes of this. <laughs> Bruce, <laughs> and how about Bruce Campbell? talks not that we care about the evil dead remake and says that it looks beautiful and he's i think he's really trying to sell people on this movie and i don't think it's gonna work what do you mean we don't care i, I want to know what he thinks dude it's always don't you always want to know don't you want to know what john carpenter thought of rob zombies halloween don't you want to know what yeah but he was the producer on this book dude i'm excited for it shit oh he is yeah yeah he oh, did. that's why he's saying, of course. That's like, Raimi, dude, dude yeah, that's, that's like that's Marilyn cool. Manson. Every time Marilyn Manson makes a new CD, every interview, this is the hardest stuff we've ever done. It's the greatest stuff. It really reminds me of Antichrist Superstar. We went back to our, you know, every CD, this is the one. This is going to top all of our stuff in the past, and they all fall flat. And that's all this is. 
someone selling their own shit, man. Yeah. That's well, all they're doing. Like we said before, dude, Raimi's a different person, so we'll see. It could be good, dude. If it's if it's good, we're, we're gonna feel really dumb, and it, it has potential. But then again, who knows? I don't feel dumb. I just, I, I mean, I won't because I know he, that is what he's doing. But I'm not even saying that it's a fact that it won't be good. I probably will. I don't really know. I don't care either, really, because it ain't like I'm dying to see an Evil Dead remake. No, you're right. You're you know, right. I want to see Evil Dead Four. And have him as an older guy and, and uh, maybe take a new approach to the Deadites. I don't know. Yeah. Well, in the in the age of remakes, dude, I mean, it was bound to happen. So if it's going to happen, dude, and I hear Campbell's involved with Raimi again, at least it has hope as opposed to just in the hands of some fucking knucklehead and, and we're all like, oh, God, here we go. At least it has a chance. I mean, dude, who knows? Because like we said... Raimi then, as a fucking, you know, young director, that was his first movie, right? Uh, yeah, I don't want to quote me on that, but yeah, I think. First yeah, it was actually, Dead Evil Dead, well, Evil Dead was based on a student film that, that Raimi did with Campbell back in, like, 1979 called Within the Woods. Okay. Okay. Have you, you know guys ever seen that? No. No. Yeah, it's, uh... I have a copy. It's a really shit quality copy, but mm-hmm. you can totally see it's like the very like primitive beginnings of the Evil Dead, and you can really see like the origin of it, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Let me just say too, I'm I'm not so sure I want Bruce Campbell in any more movies technically because after Bubba Hotep, whatever it's called. That was the most unwatchable piece of shit I have ever seen. Dan, have you ever attempted to watch this? I would never. Dan. Dan, you gotta watch it. It's I've enjoyable. seen it out there, dude. It's it's clickable. I just don't click it. Don't click it. <laughs> click it, Dan. It's almost like every scene that goes by, you're wondering, what am I watching? Then he was <laughs> in a movie called My Name is Bruce or something, made yeah. by Sam Raimi. I heard it was unwatchable. No, that wasn't made by Sam Raimi, but it was. I'll tell you what. I bought the, I bought the uh, DVD of that movie. I paid like twenty five dollars for it when it first came out. Um, <laughs> it really. I mean, I liked it just because Bruce Campbell was in it, but it definitely was not what I expected it would be. It was horrible, dude. Neither was fucking Drag Me to Hell. That movie was horrible. Really? I, I thought that was good, dude. Are you really? That movie yeah. sucked. Yeah, Raimi lost his touch with that one. I'm sorry, but he just kind of did. Dude, that movie was ridiculous. When the eyeball pops in the chick's fucking mouth, it was like Raimi was trying to fucking go back to Evil Dead style shit. But it was just, dude, that movie was weird. Too little, too late. Wow. I, I hated that movie. I fucking loathe it. Actually, I saw I didn't it even make it through the movie. Dude, my... No, my... <laughs> Are you guys kidding? No, that see, you gotta watch it, Mike. But, you know... I have it on Blu-ray. Dude, so pretty. He has it on Blu-ray. And you haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I watched it, but I couldn't make it through it. Dude. All right, Mike, my address is... <laughs> it was just... You want, it was you, want, just... you want the Blu-ray? Yeah. All right, if I can find it, I'll send it to you. I don't care. Okay. If you really don't ever want to watch it again, sure. I got the I, DVD, I probably... man. You can have my DVD, too. I don't want it. No, I don't want a DVD, thanks. He, he, DVD is, is, is uh, in fear. Hey, Dan, do you have any VHSs for me, too, while you're at it? <laughs> yeah, I got some Betamaxes, too, you fuck. <laughs> really? Do, do you have any uh, rolls of, cans of uh, rolls of film, too? Yeah, you know what I do have, though? I still have a Michael Jackson Beat It cassette tape. Swear to God. Oh, so do I. Un- yeah, dude. Love it. All right. Love each it. each news story is lasting so long. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no. It's not your fault. I I brought up half the shit. All right. Go ahead. We have Samuel L. Jackson joins Spike Lee's old boy. I guess nobody really cares about that because I kind of. No. How about um, Darren Lynn Bousman's new movie, The Barons, comes out this October in which. He takes us on a journey to search for the Jersey Devil. Okay. What do you guys think of that one? Darren Lynn Bowsman. I'm interested, but those movies never turn out right. You know, I, you heard me go on and on about bad Bigfoot movies. Uh, I heard Mothman Prophecies was horrible. Um, it goes on and on with those legendary things like Loch Ness Monster. I'm sure there's terrible movies about that. There's terrible movies about 
Like what else? Chup- chupacabre, you know? <laughs> the, these things never go right. Chupacabre, bro. Shark the puss. Chupacabra. Yeah, I'm not excited just for the fact that none of those folklore movies ever turn out good. So. Well, Darren Bowsman's an okay director, but I can't get past this uh, featurette I saw on Saw 3, I think it was. Dude, he just looks like the most neurotic fuck I've ever met. I just can't get yeah. past it. I just can't. I, I can't get past his, his uh, interpretation of Saw 4, but that's just me. Um, right. How about... Now, this is something that... It's really either hit or miss. Okay. Um, an original character has been added to The Walking Dead. And it's a character, Milton. Why do we care that an original character outside of the comic book universe has been added to the show? Is it that big of a deal? Does it really matter? And with the name of Milton, who the hell names somebody Milton? Mm-hmm. I mean, Milton. oh, wait, I can't say that. Milton Burl. Yeah, what about Uncle Milty? Yeah, okay. I- I'll give it. That's the only one. Um,. You know, his dick was so big, he had to open up his moonroof just to jerk off. Oh. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm, I'm thrilled for him. Uh, the third, the, the <laughs> that third was the whole season. legend about him. Yeah. Right. Well, bigger than me, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. The third season of The Walking Dead kicks off October 14th. I don't know. They're starting it a little a smidge earlier this year, considering that I think the first two seasons kicked off Halloween. closer to Halloween. It was Halloween. Uh, or, night, on Halloween. Yeah, yep. I don't know why they're doing it earlier this year. For some reason, they think that uh, they're just going to give us seven episodes or six episodes, probably seven episodes and then a break and then the other seven episodes, and that's how the season will go, which I hate that, but if that's what they got to do, oh well. Don't really care about the character, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Um, let's see. If there was anything else here that... oh. The apparition. Watch that. Did you guys see that stupid? Uh, I didn't. Is that Raimi too? Is that the movie I was telling you about, Dan? Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's supposed to. Who who directs that? Raimi. Right. I, right. Or he produced it. Yeah, I'm interested if if he directed it. Did you see the trailer, anybody? I didn't. Uh, actually, it's not a Raimi directed film. Uh. Todd Lincoln directed this. The one with oh, Sam Raimi. No, The Possession, I believe, is the one with Raimi. Oh, what are we talking and about? And that, that, yeah, The Apparition's a different movie. It looks oh, stupid. What's going on? Sorry. But no, the, um, let's go to the other one then. Possession yeah. starts with, is one that I believe Raimi directs, and I believe it comes out this Friday. Uh, it does not look good at all. Ugh. He needs to stop making movies like this. He really does. I'm I'm sorry, but he does. Sam Raimi is saying that Evil Dead is gory and bloody and it's going to be rated R. Who cares? We know it. That's it. Big surprise. All yeah. right. Wow. Well, we hope you enjoyed um, the build-up to the Danny Trejo interview. And the actual interview? Uh, it was just a build-up, really. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no payoff there. There was no real pay. There was no big... Like, oh, I man. thought you meant our build-up to the actual interview segment. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> go gotcha. and, like, cook us the last pizza or anything because we'll miss the interview. Yeah. Like, yeah, right? Or just pause it. Make sure you pause it. Yeah, don't. Yeah, well, it's too late now. If they if they missed it, they missed it. Don't blame. Well, they can go back. Yeah, rewind it. Hey, listen, if you play that interview, like, three times, it's like a 30-minute interview. Dude, it's so Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Um, so, big show coming up next: Jump the Shark installment two. two. Everybody two. really liked part one, and uh, it's funny because we ragged on the other show for hating ninety percent of the horror movies, and that's all they do every week is rip, rip, rip. Mm-hmm. And we were saying we're coming from more of a fan point of view because uh, we are fans of horror, mm-hmm. and that's why we're doing a show. It all makes sense, but. People seem to like it when we just rip movies apart. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because we're balanced enough that we, we uh, recommend good movies and things like that and praise where we should and bash where we should that it's right. okay to have a whole show of bashing, I think. Yeah, we go right. from a tray home interview, a while. kissing Machete's ass, and then fucking go into the next one. Exactly. 
So there you go. And should we reveal the movies we're going to talk about? Oh, At least a couple of them. A couple yeah. Of them? Let's drop them. Yeah, let's tease them. Tease <laughs> them. We got Creep Show. Yeah. Nice. You got to guess which one jumped. What will it be? Well, I know that one already. Troll. Which <laughs> one do you think jumped? <laughs> the first one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, that's arguable, but... If this was I'm, who wants to be a millionaire, that would be the first question for like Yeah. Child's play. Ooh, that's a debate over. Now I know we're gonna have a debate over this one because mm-hmm. I, I, I think I know what your thoughts are and I know what my, my thought is and I think it's totally different. So. Oh you don't know yeah. shit, motherfucker. You, I know what you did last summer. Oh that's right. Yeah. I know what you did last summer is gonna be in there. Um Amityville Horror is gonna be in there. Yeah. Maybe one or two more, so just look, you know, look forward to it. We want to give it all away. Got to leave some surprises. Yeah, so there you go. That's what you will hear next week, part two of Chump the Shark. I'm Alex. Michael J. (laughs) Oh, good. You got them both out of the way at once. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.